What does it mean to live differently? Hi, I'm Jenna. Welcome to the Simple Home Podcast. The real reason behind this podcast is to encourage you to live differently. In a society that tells us that more is better and busy is to be expected, I want to give you permission and tips and tricks to help you create a simpler home, simpler days, and cherished moments. Each week, we'll talk about decluttering, organizing, and managing a home. We'll talk about thriving in motherhood, slowing down, and cherishing the journey. Most importantly, we'll have real conversations with real moms who are choosing to live differently and finding joy in motherhood. Take the first step to simplifying your motherhood and head over to athomewithkids.com forward slash resources to find a free resource that's perfect for you in the season that you're in. And stick with me each week as we dive into these topics together. Well, hey there. Welcome to another episode of the Simple Home Podcast. In case we haven't met before, my name is Jenna, and I'm thrilled to be talking with you this week. This week, I interviewed a lovely guest. Her name is Holly, and I know you're going to love her as much as I did. Um, And she is talking to us today about just finding a way to stay home if you want to stay home, finding pockets of time to meet your goals. Um, just She just wanted to make something different when she had her baby. She didn't want to have to go to a corporate job anymore. And so she kind of talks to us about her journey in that. And if that's a journey that you want to go down, this will obviously help you with that as well. She has so many great resources. Um, but also, even for those listeners out there who don't have that as a goal, She also talks to us just about finding pockets of time and how to still meet our goals and have goals as moms and what we can do just to kind of simplify all the millions of things we're doing to focus on what we want to achieve. So I loved this interview because it's different than any other interview that I've done. The topic was different and the conversation just kind of flowed where it went. So I hope you enjoy it too. I know there's so many great things in there that hopefully everyone can take away something that will help them today. All right, let's jump into the interview. Well, hi, Holly. Welcome to the Simple Home Podcast. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Hi, Jenna. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm excited to chat with you as well. Before we hop into our topic, can you tell my audience about yourself and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Like you said, my name is Holly. I am a wife and mother to two little girls, a feisty four-year-old who is just finding her voice and her um, place in the world, and um, a almost nine-month-old who is giving me a run for my money. I'm a girl mom. (laughs) They're both girls, um, Ivy and Addie, and um, I love them so much. I'm also a dog mom to Libby. Um, she is a eight-year-old lab mix. She looks forever like a puppy, except for like she's eight. So like you can tell she's kind of getting old, a little white around the mouth, which really confuses people because she still looks like a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> but we live in East Tennessee, about 10, 15 minutes from the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. So we love just exploring all the land around us and all the touristy kind of spots. Um, But yeah, I just love spending time with my family and making memories, core memories. I am, uh, my love language is quality time. So I just 
soak all that in. Um, and I am a professionally, I am a freelancer. So I, after I had my first daughter, Ivy, I wanted to no longer have my nine to five job, but we needed my income. So I searched for a way to be able to make money from home, found freelancing. And I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about that in the conversation today. But um, yeah, that's kind of me in a nutshell. I love that. Um, what kind of freelancing do you do? Do you have a specialty that you are doing right now? Yeah. So when I first, first began, I started like many people do as a virtual assistant. So I was doing kind of general admin type things um, to help different business owners. So I was doing things like um, data entry, um, research on their behalf. Um, my very, very first client I had she um, needed to just like update her like um, CRM, which is a client relationship management tool um, with um, like up to date emails. So like I had to basically go stalk people <laughs> to make sure that uh, she worked with people in universities. So I had to go make sure they were still like at that university. It's just like really random things. But um, I over time pivoted and changed what I wanted to do like a lot, especially that first year, I couldn't ever really get set on what I wanted to do. But finally, through a series of events, I got little glimpses of things I liked and didn't like. And I actually ended up doing um, advertising. So I actually do Facebook and Instagram ads uh, for businesses. And I'm diving into TikTok ads right now <laughs> um, for some businesses, which I'm, I've, I've been waiting on TikTok to die, but like, it's not dying. So, like, <laughs> I'm finally Me starting too. to get into it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm finally starting to get into it. I still don't understand it, but um, it's been really fun to advertise on there. But yeah, so that's just that's what I do as a freelancer. That's awesome. And I know there's just so many avenues you can go down now. Um, as far as like if if a mom did want to get into this, like you did, just kind of finding your niche, right? And looking around and seeing what you're interested in because there is a lot. So I'm excited to talk to you a little bit about that because I actually don't know a ton um, about this area and how you kind of get started and all of that. So that's that's really fun. We are going to kind of talk about that and just how we can kind of follow our dreams as a mom because it gets awfully busy, right? And we, right. <laughs> we want we want to spend our days with our kids and stuff too, but I still feel like we need something to fulfill us just personally as well. Um, but one of the things I hear from my listeners all the time, I mean, if I look at my Instagram messages or email, the most thing I hear is I'm just so busy. I want it to be simpler. I want to slow down, but I don't really know how to do that. And to be totally honest, I'm kind of in that season right now as I made this shift last year back into teaching and still trying to run my podcast um, and photography. I just, I haven't quite found my, my groove yet and they're not things I want to give up. So I know I just have to find the right time balance for them. Um, but how can we kind of get some of that time back to do these things that we love or find that time? Yeah. And it is so hard. First of all, I'm in that season too. Um, I told everybody my um, four-year-old, like we, she went to preschool for the first time last year. So then the summer was like the first summer, like where like we had some structure and we didn't have structure. And like, I always heard like parents like talk about like, oh, summer can be a little hard, like when you're used to the structure. And I was like, ah, 
it'll be fine. Like <laughs> I was a kid once it was fine. No, it was not fine. Um, so I joked, I tried all summer to find like my footing and I never found it. And now it's like back to school. <laughs> so we are once again in a season of um, adjusting. Um, she has added on like, you know, she does dance and gymnastics. So like, hey, remembering those different times because they're different times than they were even from the summer session. So I'm all kinds of confused. <laughs> and then the, uh, the little one, um, she got RSV like two weeks ago. So we've been like not sleeping and battling sickness. So I get it. Like it, it it's a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's always something as moms, there's always some new thing we have to like try to push through. So whenever it comes to just finding time to, um, like do it all. I think the first step is to like, take a step back and like, just give yourself grace and remember that like, you're doing a fantastic job. Like we wear lots of different hats as moms and to, um, try to potentially put another hat on, um, or just like put all the hats on at once. Like it's a balancing act. It's, you know, walking a tightrope, so to speak. So just giving yourself that grace. But then also uh, what I like to do when I'm feeling like just so overwhelmed with everything is like take pen to paper and just like write down, like write down everything that I have going on. Um, For me, being a business owner, I I write down things in my business. So maybe like if you're like at nine to five or something, writing down different projects or something like that, you have to handle if if it carries over to your like, you know, after hours, if it's not like a clock in clock out type deal. And also like personally, like in your family life, like write down everything going on and then start to kind of prioritize. So for me, like I have all these like huge goals and like all this stuff and I like want to work on everything, but obviously like I can't. So being strategic about knowing, okay, like this is going to be my next goal and just focusing on that one at a time. So that way you're not so overwhelmed with everything and um, finding pockets of time. So for me, I like to do a time analysis. So what that can consist of is, um, like if you can do two weeks, that's great, but you know, we're moms. So like one week at most, if we can, and just like kind of record our day. And so I'd like to do this at the end of each day. And it's, you know, it's hard to record like what you do, like in the moment, because like we're doing things right. So even if I can like have a, like my notes app and like how I write a cryptic note to myself to like, let me know like what I was doing at this time, or even, um, you know, taking a screenshot, like, or a picture, um, just anything like that. And um, especially the pictures, it helps me kind of like remember. And then it also has like the timestamp, obviously. Um, so then at the end of the day, I put my detective hat on mm-hmm. and I try to remember like, what was I doing? What does this picture mean <laughs> type deal? But like, I write out like what I did during the day. And then I also like to write down like how I was feeling. Um, so I do that for like a week, maybe two weeks. If we can do two weeks, that's better. That's more data, but one week that that's fine. And then we sit down after we do this time study and we look and we see what potential areas do we have of time or what are some areas where maybe we weren't doing anything like super productive. So maybe, you know, 
I was watching The Bachelorette on Monday for two hours. <laughs> um, so like, you know, that's something like I enjoy, but it's also like something that's not necessarily getting closer to my goals. Right. Um, so just looking at those um, areas that are available and potential areas that are available. And then when, um, if we're also recording how we feel, um, cause I have burned myself out a few times in the process of, um, creating my freelancing business and being able to quit my nine to five. So I'm really big on doing it now. And I teach others how to do it now without burnout. So take inventory of like, how are you feeling? Um, like on Mondays, are you still kind of like jazzed? Like you're like, okay, new week, like we got this. Or on Mondays, are you just like, um, oh no, <laughs> I have to do this for four more days. Um, you know, like Wednesdays, are you feeling a little like perkier? Cause you're like, all right, like halfway through, like I'm getting it. Or is that you on Fridays? Now for me on Fridays, I'm like, oh, no, I, I need the trash TV on Fridays. I need the bachelorette on Fridays because I'm done. Um, so like just knowing like energetically, like what makes sense for you. Um, so that is how like I've kind of done it is just find those pockets of time where, um, you know, energetically, like I feel like I have something to give. And then I get really clear on like what my goal is that I'm working toward to use that time for. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. And I like how you started about talking about your summer and then the transition back into school and not really finding your groove in that time. And then went into giving yourself grace because I think that we often, I do that too. Every time summer comes, I'm like, okay, we're going to do this. Our days are going to look like this. And we never quite get there. And then school starts again. And I'm like, okay, what did that look like? How do we get the kids to school again? Like what, what did that yeah. look like? And I think we have to remember that just like our kids growing so quickly and things changing there, that it's also the same with us and with our schedules and things like that. Everything shifts around a lot. So we do mm -hmm. have to remember that um, grace is a huge, huge part of this and that it's not ever going to be perfect, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I love that. And then I also like how you, you mentioned The Bachelorette because I don't want moms out there to think, okay, I have to be productive a hundred percent of mm -hmm. my day. Like I, I shouldn't be sitting down and watching a show or I shouldn't be just sitting here reading a book. I've got to be productive because I fall into that trap mm -hmm. so easily. I'm, I don't know what type that is, A, B, whatever, X. I don't know what type of person I am, but I feel like I have to be productive all the time. And I have to often remind myself that I can't be productive all the time. I've got to remember to do some things I just enjoy doing, um, like sitting down and watching a show. So I think sometimes we think if we're starting a business or we're running a business or we're being moms and good moms, you know, we, we don't have time to watch Netflix or, or just scroll Instagram. You know, if you like to do that, I think, I think you have to find times for those things too, but maybe set a limit to it. Sometimes I'll scroll Instagram for an hour when I wanted to for 15 minutes. So I need to like, you know, find a balance yeah. there, but yeah, um, I do appreciate that you put that in there that, you know, that's a show you like to watch and you should find time to do it. And maybe it's during those times when you don't have energy to do anything else. So. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, I mentioned in that, that I burned myself out whenever I was like building the business and I totally did. Cause right. I came home from a nine to five, which like I hated and was miserable in. And then like, you know, there's that whole like nighttime routine and of 
dinner, bath, like all this stuff. And then I felt like, okay, I have um, time because I, I'm the same way. Like, I don't know if it's because like, that's how we're programmed or if like, if it was for me, like corporate carryover, but like, you know, that old saying, like, if you got time to lean, you got time to clean <laughs> like that mentality. Um, I was once a barista, but, um, uh, like, you know, so I always feel like, okay, if I have a moment, like I gotta be doing something, like there's, there's something in this house that needs to be done. Um, and I felt that way with my business where at the end of the day, like I would, um, get my laptop and I would like sit on the couch with my husband. He'd watch TV and I would just like be doing something. But the problem was that like, I worked on like my logo for like a month and that was dumb because like, <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. Like that I needed to really just be like, okay, 15 minutes logo done, like moving on. But, um, I just, but I felt productive, but nothing was happening. It wasn't happening quick enough. It was because I wasn't being intentional with the time I had and focused with the time I had. And I felt like if I ever took like a break, well, I wasn't getting toward my goals. I didn't yet understand that you need to take time. You need to take time to recharge yourself. Um, so that's why like, you know, when you're like doing your time analysis, that's why you're figuring out like, okay, what days do I like have the energy to like work towards this? And what days do I need to reserve that time for myself? Yeah, absolutely. As we think about our goals too, I know that you have these big goals, I'm sure as a mom and as a business owner, and not all the moms listening out there um, work outside of the home. And a lot of them do too, um, but not all of them will have their own business. So I think that when we talk about these goals and these dreams, we can remember that we can have those in any area of our lives, right? We can have just goals as a, just a person, as just a woman or a man that's listening. And we can have goals in motherhood as a mother, and we can have goals for a business that we've started ourselves or that we work for, um, or maybe they're faith-based goals or whatever they are. But I like how you're talking about using your time intentionally towards those because, I am in the same, I mean, I get in the same trap where I feel like I'm being so productive. And then an hour later, I'm like, what did I actually accomplish yeah. <laughs> during that time? I felt productive, but I didn't really accomplish it. And if I would be more intentional, even if it's just 10 minutes of intentional time sitting down with my daughter or son and playing a game and just focusing on that, you know, that would be more productive than an hour of me kind of being engaged with them, but also yeah. being on my phone and also being doing something else. So I appreciate exactly. that you kind of broke that down a little bit. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it all comes down, like you said, just, just being intentional. Um, yeah. Cause yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I could go on a rabbit or not rabbit trail. What is it? It's a, a rampage. <laughs> uh, what? Oh goodness. I can't even, I haven't had like my second cup of coffee yet. So. Yeah. <laughs> rabbit, no rabbit hole. I don't know. It's, yeah. you know, I know what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> so as you built your business or have had goals in motherhood, um, what do you feel like is the best way to kind of break it down or maybe actionable steps that we could take to get towards whatever goals we have? Because I am a big believer in having some kind of goals all the time, whether it's personal, 
or professional and not too many, just maybe one that you're working on, you know, but something just to give us that motivation to keep going. So how do you kind of break that down for yourself into doable steps? Yeah. So I used to be a big fan of like, obviously I still am of like working backwards, you know, like having the goal in mind and then like piecing it together, like um, retroactively to get there. So a lot of times I look like looking at like my yearly goals and then breaking down into quarters and, um, then like month goals and then like week goals to like always be working towards that. But I found that it still kind of felt overwhelming for me. (laughs) Um, because like, even though like I'm dissecting it, it like, it's, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. So I still like to have like those big, like goals each year. Like I want to, for me, it might be like, I want to reach, um, like this many moms. I want to help this many moms, like be able to start their own freelancing business and leave their nine to five. Okay. So like, what does that look like? Um, maybe that looks like me getting on TikTok. Okay. So like, and then breaking that down, like, what does, um, you know, what are those action steps to get there? One, I need to do some like research on the platform. Um, I need to figure out like how it works with the algorithm. I need to figure out like just all the stuff. Um, so it can feel very overwhelming. So the thing I like to do, which it's probably like leans some from corporate, but also I have a business coach that, um, she started having us do this and it's been a total game changer for me is to work in like six week sprints where for six weeks only you have like this goal in mind. And before you even set the goal, you kind of go through like a thought process to make sure it's like a good goal of like, okay, like what will this achieve? Like, is this helping me get toward my like big goal that I have? Um, or does it like not matter as much? Cause there's like, we're moms and like, you know, there's a lot going on. Um, and I don't know. We just kind of feel like we, we want to conquer the world and, you know, and now it's fall. So like, I'm have this like urge to like totally make my house, like look like a fall, like <laughs> wonderland. And like, you know, I have to keep myself from going to Hobby Lobby and buying all the things. Like, how do I stay focused? You know? <laughs> and I feel like if I do the six week sprints, it helps me stay focused. So then I can be like, okay, at the end of the six weeks, what does done look like for me? It looks like I have my TikTok account set up. I have um, it optimized. I have at least 10 people following me, um, things like that. So that way I'm assigning like what done looks like. It's not some like arbitrary thing. Like I have like, okay, like this is what I've already defined, makes it done. And if it's not done, that's okay. Cause I'm giving myself grace because um, you know, it's, not all or nothing. Like, even if I didn't get whatever it was done that six weeks, I'm closer than if I didn't even do anything at all. Um, so in, in those six weeks, that's where I'm breaking it down for like each week. Like what are the goals I can have to get me to that end goal of it being done? Does that make sense? Yeah. I actually just wrote down at the end of six weeks, what does done look like? Because that I think is the key to actually being successful with all of this, right? Is like, what will it actually look like? Because when we break down a goal, I think where I fall apart, I'm a big picture thinker and I have all these lofty ideas. And luckily my husband is a very strategical thinker and can be like, okay, that's 
that's not going to happen tomorrow. So slow your horse a little bit <laughs> and like, let's, you know, let's figure out how to accomplish it. But I think that by saying that we could even just do that on our daily. Like if, mm-hmm. you know, I think a lot of moms who aren't looking at this in the business perspective, but maybe just in the motherhood perspective might be thinking like at the end of today, what does done look like for me? I don't have to have 100 of these things checked off my checklist. What would make me feel really good? Which one of these things, you know, would done look like, or at the end of this week or at the end of six weeks, if I'm working towards a big goal. Um, and it, this could even be something as simple as like a weight loss goal or mm-hmm. something you have personally. Um, so I really love that. I wrote that down with a little blank. Um, I also plan to use that in my classroom now. So thank you very much because <laughs> I think so that that's kind of the key to being successful and coming up with the correct little steps to fill our time with mm-hmm. um, in that intentional use of time instead of just, you know, feeling productive. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll tell you that for me as a business owner, my best months in my business were the months that I were were the days, and this is probably going to make some people mad, but this is just the power of freelancing, are the days that I literally worked one to two hours a day that I had my highest grossing months. And it was when I was pregnant with my um, second daughter. And the reason being, I and very afraid of vomiting <laughs> like and how that works for me as a mother is very <laughs> scary and I tend to run away if a child vomits <laughs> I need help in that area but um you know like for me dealing with that first trimester sickness like I- I'm not gonna vomit so I would literally just like sit there for hours and not move until like the urge went away. Um, so I knew exactly what I had to get done that day. I, um, knew like the most important things, like I absolutely had to get done. And that was where my whole thinking of this started to kind of shift a little bit and know that you can do a lot in very little time, as long as you're being very intentional and looking at the most important things. Um, cause you better believe like, I didn't feel like I had to fill up my day uh, because, you know, I had to get back on the couch in my safe zone. Um, So, um, yeah. Yeah. And I think to that, that saying where it says whatever amount of time you give yourself is the amount of time you're going to use. It's so very true. So if you have a limited pocket of time to get something done, you often get way more accomplished in that limited amount of time than if you just give yourself kind of like all day to get it done, you Mm -hmm. know? And I think that's why time blocking also is so helpful for a lot of people is that like, I'm only going to use this space to get all these phone calls made. You're going to go ahead and you're going to get them made rather than today. At some point I'm going to, you know, do these things or in the next month, I hope to accomplish this big thing, but you don't ever say when or how much time it's going to take. So yeah, I definitely think that I noticed that with myself too. The less time I have to do something, the more, um, not just productive, but the, the better I do the task because I don't allow myself so much time to get it done. So. Yeah, absolutely. And also I don't know about you, but for me, I fall into the, like, I tend to be a perfectionist. So like, I will like keep working on something until like I find it perfect. And, um, 
you know, now I know that's really like a form of like self-sabotage because it's really me being scared Mm -hmm. um, of putting it out there. Um, So by doing that, it makes me like let go of my perfectionist tendencies and just be like, no, like done is better than perfect. And like forward progress is better than like working on my logo for (laughs) four months or whatever. Absolutely. We just have to take the step, right? Just take the right. step and then see what happens and pivot if you need to, and then take another step and which is easier said than done here. I am just saying, yeah, that's super easy. Take your step forward. I know it's not, but yeah, it, it's, it, yeah, it, it feels terrifying, right? Cause like our brain wants us to stay safe. So like anytime, like we're doing something that's like pushing us out of that comfort zone, like we feel that resistance. Um, but in like business in my world, you hear all the time. And it's true in every aspect of our life to succeed, you know, faster, you have to be okay with failing fast. And that's kind of the goal, like to just keep taking imperfect, messy action. And then like, if you fail, I say in quotes, I know your listeners can't see my fingers. um, (laughs) If you fail, like that's okay, because that means you're that much closer to succeeding is yeah. like you said, just pivoting and continuing to move forward. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. So how does simplicity fit into this? Cause that's what we're always talking about on this podcast, obviously. <laughs> um, how can keeping things simple help us achieve? And I think you kind of have already answered that a little bit, but yeah. And I, um, I have a coach who all the time says like, keep it simple, sweetie. So, um, <laughs> That's it's nicer just, than the other way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's from the South as well. Uh, um, yeah. I already think I mentioned I'm from Tennessee. So um, yeah, it's just that idea that if just, you know, one thing at a time, um, especially like I see all the time whenever like uh, moms are starting their freelancing business, they want they it's overwhelming because they like come into it and they like see this world of possibility and it kind of blows their mind that like, you mean somebody will pay me to post to social media for them. And I'm like, yes, they will. And then they're like, okay, cool. How do I connect with these people? And it's like, well, there's a lot of different ways to get clients. And you kind of go into, they go into this overwhelm of, I have to do everything. I have to, be on Facebook, like posting, I have to be um, making Instagram reels. I have to be on TikTok. I have to be in the Facebook groups. I have to be on LinkedIn and it's just overwhelming, but like, no, like simplicity, like pick one area, preferably the area where the ideal clients, the people you want to serve, where they'll be at. And also a place that like, you don't mind being if they line up. Um, and just pick that one place. And that's going to be the place where you get your clients and try it just for 30 days, like commit to it for 30 days, see how it feels and then reevaluate. Um, so that's my big thing is to try one thing in your business or really in your life, but especially when you're building your business um, to avoid that burnout, focus on one thing for 30 days um, and just see how that feels because that helps create momentum and momentum is how you don't give up and you succeed. Um, cause it, it's really hard to like not get shiny object syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you see so many people, especially in the online world of like, 
oh, well, like I offered this service and I immediately started having like $10,000 months or, you know, all this other stuff. And it's like, there are several paths for success. Um, it's just like staying in your lane, kind of like having your blinders on and just staying focused and just knowing that like, that is great that that girl, like on her second day of her freelancing business made $10,000. That means I can do it too. And just like, just know that that's a possibility. And um, it's not the, that's not typically what happens. It takes a little (laughs) bit longer, but uh, you know, like, just acknowledging like, that's great. That means it's possible for me, but like, I'm not going to get shiny object object syndrome. I'm not going to like go and see what she's doing. I'm going to keep, keep in my lane, so to speak. Yeah. I think too, it's important to remember to just define what success is for us Mm -hmm. as individuals, because even as moms or business owners, it's easy to look at what success is for somebody else and be like, Oh, I want that too. But to really stop and think like, do you really want that? Do you really you know, what, what would being successful be to you? And to me, you know, maybe it, maybe for some people, it is a certain amount of money per month, or maybe it's a certain amount of freedom from your job per month. Um, And to me, it might be something totally different, you know, so just defining kind of what that actually is, I think helps us align our goals with that. Because I know when I started this podcast, I was listening to all kinds of business podcasts and stuff. And how they were making it into all kinds of money and all this stuff. And you get caught up in that, you know, you get caught up in, in thinking, okay, that's where I have to go. And then really stepping back and thinking, actually, the purpose of my podcast is more for me to learn from other moms and to help other moms. And, you know, success would be if, if I could reach a certain amount of women per month and really make a difference for them or, you know, so I think we get caught up in thinking it's these big, huge things when really, if you look at, how you would feel successful, it's often much simpler than that, than, than making those. And not that that wouldn't be amazing and you could do so much with that, but also just realizing that success doesn't have to be this unbelievable thing that you see um, somebody make, you know, it could be something way smaller. So. Yeah, I absolutely love that. I love that you brought that up because you're exactly right. Like success means different things to different people. Um, someone's success and like business might be like, making a thousand dollars so that they can like cover their extra expenses. And and for somebody else, it might be that $10,000 or whatever. And for me, I find all the time currently my current state of business, especially as I now have like um, a course where, you know, I help moms um, quit their nine to fives by starting their own freelancing business. And I'm also still a freelancer and a mom and whatnot. I'm in this constant like battle so to speak, this is just me getting real personal. Um, <laughs> I'm in this constant battle where um, I feel myself being like stretched, stretched thin. I'm in one of those like crucible seasons, so to speak, where the time I have is limited and precious right now. Cause you know, I have a four-year-old, she's about to go to kindergarten next year. It's going to be have- so hard, mama. My third one just went to kindergarten and I got to tell you, it's not an easy transition. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was already crying, seeing all the kindergartners from this year going. I was like, I am not going to be well next year. <laughs> um, and then, you know, my nine month old, like she's almost a year old. And I literally can't believe that. I don't know if it was because she spent a week in the NICU, but I seriously, it has been January for 
eight months this year. <laughs> like, I can't like get past January, but she's nine months somehow. Um, and so I know for me personally, like I hear all like the business mentor mentors and the guru saying like, you need to like spend all this time on your business if you want to get to this level. And it's like, I want to maybe, but like more than that, for me, it's all about helping people. Like I want to help my clients. I want to help um, my clients as in freelancing clients, those business owners. And I want to help more than anything. I want to help those moms that feel stuck and like they don't have a choice. Like they want to be home with their babies, but financially it doesn't make sense. They um, just feel stuck in their nine to five. I want to show them that there is another option and way out. So for me, it's just going back to thinking like, okay, like why did I start this business? I started to have the freedom with my daughter to have time freedom to be able to not feel bad when uh, she was sick and um, I need to take off work and like, you know, kind of get that like shade, like, do you really need to like take off um, <laughs> kind of thing or to not feel bad about just needed one to take a day to, you know, take her wherever and to be present uh, during the pickups. It's like, I'm the first face she sees. So I get to ask her how her day is and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, so it's being intentional about like, so I'm in this balancing act of wanting to make sure I'm still there for the dance class and the gymnastics class and all the preschool drop-offs and pickups. And then just like giving myself grace and knowing that like, okay, this like, these goals I have, maybe I won't reach them quite as quickly just because like, I'm not willing to compromise like what's important to me because above all else, like, um, being, you know, a wife and mother are like more, the most important things in my life than my business. Yeah. I think keeping that in mind, just like, what's the most important thing to us. And then also, like you said, just giving ourselves time to do it. We, we just live in a society where it's, where it's like, if you don't do it right now, then it's not success, right? Like mm -hmm. things can take time and it should yeah. take time and, and that's okay. And not having to have this instant gratification or instant success is okay. And, and I would say 99.9% .9 of the time, we might think that these people are making like these huge lofty amounts of money and stuff overnight, but they're not, no. they, you know, you just don't see all the behind the scenes because nobody wants to share that. Why would they, right? They want to yeah. share the good stuff like we do on Instagram and all of that. So yeah, I love that. Just remembering like what is important to us and we all need to stop and, and remind ourselves of that often, I think, because the world has different values and different um, you know, standards and everything. As we look around, we might feel like we're supposed to be doing one thing, but just reminding ourselves of, of why we're doing things and what we really want helps, helps keep that in perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Well, a question I ask all my guests that I'd love for you to talk about too, and you can relate it to business or anything you'd like. If you could grab a busy mom by the shoulders, look her right in the eyes and tell her one thing, what would it be? So may, may I answer this twice? Of course. <laughs> so just like any mom, like off the streets, like see her at Publix during a like, you know, toddler meltdown because they really want the Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> um, like 
just let her know, like, you're doing great. Like, you're doing great. Like, you are the perfect mom for that baby. Like, you are that baby's mom for a reason. You are doing great. Um, And then business-wise, I would tell them, like, you can do it. Like, you know more than you think you know. Because especially, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know if it's society or not. But I feel like when we become mothers... For some of us, um, we just feel like our identity gets a little lost in some ways. And maybe that like we don't have as much to offer, right? Like I know I kind of experienced this and like when I still my nine to five in corporate and totally don't want to go like down this hole, but just to like dip a toe in for a second. (laughs) Um, Like after I had my daughter, like I totally felt like, I wasn't as valuable to my employer, right? Because like I was no longer able to devote unlimited like resources in terms of like my mind and stuff, because like I always had to have my phone out because I never knew when daycare would call. Because you know that first year when they're in daycare, they're basically sick every other day Mm because they have no immune system, (laughs) Um, you know. And like I felt the difference. I felt the difference and. Like, I know for me, I started to feel, well, maybe I don't have as much to offer anymore because I'm a mom. Um, Like, I felt less than, like, who I was before becoming a mother. She was valued at my nine to five more than Holly the mom was. And, like, it took me a while to understand that and to shake that baggage. Because, really, like, being a mom is my superpower, like Holly, like I, I'm a very basic lady. Like I already told you, like I want to go to Hobby Lobby and buy all the fall things. <laughs> um, I totally believe that, you know, I, I was like my class Val Victorian on accident. I didn't mean to do it. I just like fully believe that I had to get good grades in order to like be successful in life. Um, and so I always felt like, okay, I have to go to college. I have to, you know, get a good job. I have to marry a good man. I did do that. And I, you know, have to have a white picket fence. We never put in the fence, but I always believed like my life was supposed to be a certain way. So the idea of like certain, like your own business, like anybody that knows me in real life will tell you, I never saw that coming. <laughs> uh, Cause I am very much a introverted lady and, you know, and so to speak, like there's nothing special about me. Like I, I offer advertising for businesses. I'm a nursing school dropout turned psychology major turned quasi social worker post-college turned like cl- business-y, but like I did collections for a year because I was so miserable and just wanted to get out of my social work field. Like, you know, like I, there, there's a lot. So, um, whenever, um, it comes to like this belief, like, like I said, being a mom was my superpower because it's what gave me the courage to finally be like, okay, no, like I need to take my life by the hand, so to speak. If I want this kind of like lifestyle, um, she was my motivating factor to finally like have the courage. And for a while when I was starting my business, I kind of had that belief that like, okay, I'm less than because I'm a mom. That's like, 
no, I'm not. Like I'm more awesome because I'm a mom. Like I have, as a mom, we have so many valuable things, even like, because I hear from my stay at home moms all the time. I can't do anything. I can't freelance because I've been at home with babies for like five years. Like I, I don't, I don't have anything to offer. And it always makes me so sad and so upset because it's like for five years, you kept people alive. <laughs> you made sure they got to places on time. You There's so much stuff that is involved, which is being a mom that you can, um, that are transferable skills that you can use in starting your own freelancing business. You have to mount, uh, you know, manage calendars. You have to like manage an inbox. You have to like, there's so much planning and stuff and all of that are, you know, transferable skills that you can use in a freelancing business. So that was a tangent, but um, <laughs> that is what I would say to a mom starting her own freelancing business is you can do it. You know more than you think, you know, you just yeah. got to believe in yourself. Yeah, that's so true. When I started staying home, I remember when I started the blog before the podcast, it was literally like two or three in the morning and I was nursing my baby and I had just decided not to go back to work. And I was thinking, what in the world am I going to do with myself? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. you know, like what? And then I felt kind of guilty for saying that because I was like, I'm going to play with my baby all day. And then I was like, well, <laughs> you know, so I went back and forth, but that's, I, I started it middle of the night. I knew nothing. I still know very little about the technical aspects of you just learn as you go. You find your yeah. passion, you find your purpose of doing it. And, and again, that goes back to like my real purpose in starting this was to connect with other moms. Cause I knew I was going to need that. Like I knew coming from teaching and not having, you know, all my friends were going to be at work during the day and all that. And I knew I'd be fulfilled being a mom, but that I needed something more. Um, and I think the cool thing about the freelancing, and if you if you guys are interested in in learning more about that, I'm sure Holly will kind of share where we can connect with her. But I think the cool thing is, is there's so many avenues now that I had no idea there was just so much you can do. I mean, I'm a photographer. I do family photography and I could have a freelancer edit all my photos for me if that's something you're interested in. You know, there's, there's just so many things out there that um, people are looking for help with that you can do from your house and um, you don't have to be salesy or anything like that. I think that's what people are so afraid of. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't want to sell something. They don't want to have to do parties or things like that, but you yeah. can do all this on your own time and stuff. So I love that. I'm glad that that is kind of your background and that's the direction you went because I'm sure there's lots of people listening that are thinking, hmm, I wonder if that would be an avenue for me. And if, if that is something, you know, like I felt guilty for feeling like I'm going to need something else, but I don't want moms to feel that way. Like mm -mm. If you need something else than just being a mom. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, being Excellent. a mom is just part of who we are. It doesn't have to be all of who we are to be good moms. Um, in fact, I feel like I'm a better mom when I'm working on something creative or for myself and I can share that with my kids. Um, yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Because you, right. You, um, like your brain just gets to do something else than like caretake, so to speak. Yeah. Cause after my like maternity leave, again, I say maternity leave in like air quotes this time. Cause I I'm self-employed, but, um, <laughs> after I had my daughter, I, um, you know, came back and, um, obviously it was different because she was like strapped to my chest. Um, but, 
as I was sitting at the computer, because I was kind of like, oh, I want to go back to like work. Um, as I sat there, I was like, you know, what? I actually like do enjoy this. And I like this. Like, I like that. I'm not having just to think about like, like a feeding schedule. And right. <laughs> feeding I like that. Diapers. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I'm able to like think creatively and like strategically and like problem solve. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's amazing how God works because when we think about becoming moms and how, I mean, I've learned so much just from my children. And I think that is you know, just so amazing how they teach us so much about ourselves and what we need to continue to grow as humans as well. And, and all of that. So I think that's awesome. Well, I won't take too much more of your time, but please tell us where we can connect with you, what opportunities you have, um, especially for those moms looking to maybe peek into the, into what you're doing and, and get a, taste of that in their own lives a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. So I know I've mentioned TikTok a few times. So on TikTok currently, I am at Mrs. Holly Morgan. Um, you can go follow me there. I won't say they're great videos, but um, they uh, there will be no dancing, no dancing, <laughs> some lip singing. But um, on there, my goal is to try to educate and entertain the best that you can in short form video. Um, but I have a lot of like um, tips and stuff about you know um, discovery calls and like that's sales calls. That's how you get clients as a freelancer and stuff like that. Um, and then I, again, cause I have like feeling very stretched thin with my different identities. I actually just created a new Instagram. That's like just for, um, I guess I could, I should say I have a course called a <laughs> corporate to CEO accelerator. Um, that is like basically my journey, um, of how like, if I had it like, so I actually invested in, if I may, let me backtrack just for a hot second. <laughs> so whenever I uh, was looking for a way to be able to quit my nine to five, I looked into everything, the MLMs, um, the surveys, the secret shoppers, like all the stuff, couldn't find anything that worked. And December 26, 2018, I had to go to work the day after Christmas, very, very salty, wanted to burn the place down. I asked for the PTO. I was denied because I was not a senior member of the team. And other people who asked like after me, like got priority over me. Um, so very salty. Um, so I went to work um, and I was just like fed up with it all. Um, and I like was going to put in my headphones and listen to music or whatever, because I didn't, didn't want to talk to anybody. That's <laughs> very, very, very salty. Um, and I remember praying and I was like, God, like you put this desire in my heart to be one to stay at home with my kids. I can't, I need money. Um, so like, I need you to show me. It's always good to like, you know, basically make an ultimatum for the Lord. (laughs) But I was like, I need you to show me how to do this. Or I need you to like, take away this desire because like, I can't take it anymore. I can't take it. Um, and literally as I was like going to turn my music on, I saw this little purple app that said like, you know, podcast. 
and it's 2018 so I'm a little embarrassed to admit that I didn't know what a podcast was I didn't know so I was like podcast okay and then literally I clicked on a random one and I was like okay this is like people talking <laughs> and then I clicked on another one and it was about freelancing and um so I invested in a course to learn how to freelance and um yeah and so I now I I was growing my business and I kept feeling like that pull again like that kind of like God telling me like okay Holly like I need you to do this and I was kind of like there's other people that have courses out there and they're great um so while I was super pregnant and super miserable last year I made the course corporate CEO accelerator that basically walks you through everything like I wish I had known when starting my own business. Like I said, I invested in a course and a course you can totally DIY it yourself. There's so much, so many resources out there. Um, but for me, a course is a fast track. It's, um, like a proven method, so to speak of like, okay, do this, do this. And, um, in that it takes you through like choosing your service, pricing your service, how to get clients, like things you need to think about coming from a nine to five, like tax stuff, legal stuff. I'm not a professional, but I help educate you. So you can ask those professionals in your state, you know, what questions to ask them. Um, and also like, um, just like everything like systems and how to like keep things organized and all that stuff. So, um, it right now, it's not open all the time, but if you want to get on the wait list to learn more about it, you can go to, um, corporate to CEO accelerator.com slash waitlist. Um, and then I also have a product called freelance in the weekend. Cause I saw there's a lot of people that are like, I just don't know if freelancing is for me. Like, I don't know. So I created a freelance in a weekend, which is basically just a few lessons pulled from corporate CEO accelerator, um, where it, teaches you the nitty gritty in a weekend. So it's focusing on like choosing your service, um, choosing who you serve on like a very, very basic level. Like, it's just like, is it online or is it like local brick and mortar? Pick one of the two and then helping with pricing just to give you a little bit of confidence and help you see that you can do it. But then probably the best free resource I have um, that your audience would probably hopefully love to take advantage of is um, I have a superpower training where I walk you through discovering your freelancing superpower, because I promise you, if you're listening to this, you have a transferable skill that you can use in a freelancing business because you have a skill that a business owner will pay money for. Um, so that is just corporate to CEO accelerator.com slash superpower. Very cool. Well, I will make sure to link all of that in the show notes so people can just click and go find out more about that. Um, I think it's, I think it's just really cool that the path that you've been on and all of that, that you've shared with us. So hopefully there are some moms listening that have been in the same boat, maybe just said that exact same prayer and are like, Oh, now I know exactly what to do. <laughs> and I thought your story was so interesting. Cause I think I've shared this on the podcast before, when I decided to go back to teaching, I actually wasn't ready to go back. I, well, I didn't know if I was ready to go back or not. I thought that there would be a year in there where I would just sub all three of my kids would be at school and I would kind of decide, you know, 
where I could get to and hopefully get a job at my child's school because I was thinking that'll never happen and I don't want to be at a different school than them. Um, And so I dropped my kids off at school and I was driving home and it was in May. So it was like right at the end of the school year. And I prayed all the way home, just show me what I'm supposed to do. Am I supposed to go back to work? Am I supposed to keep going with this podcast? Am I supposed to quit it all and do something else? Like my kids are going back to school. What am I supposed to do? Right. And I was just kind of feeling like I didn't, I was just lost a little bit. And when I got home, I got a call from the assistant principal at my kid's school. And she, I had only met her a couple of times before that. I had been subbing in the school a little bit. And she called and just said, there's a fourth grade position open at CRE and I want you to apply for it. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm supposed to. And I applied and she called me right back and said, your interview is going to be tonight and we'd like you to come teach a lesson in a fourth grade classroom tomorrow because that's another part of the interview. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And so within 24 hours, I knew that I had the position. And I just felt like that was God, like that was 100% a God thing. And so I was like, I'm supposed to do it. So, okay, let's just see what this, (laughs) where this goes. But I think that believer or not believer out there, that there's signs in your life, whether it's what you're feeling inside or, you know, how your season is going. If we just kind of pay attention to those things, I think that um, it's just a really important thing. And so you know, listening to you talk today and hopefully there's some moms out there who are like, okay, this is my sign that I can, I can make this happen. Um, and I can move forward with this. So I will make sure to link all of those in the show notes. And I just appreciate you so much, Holly, for coming on the show. I know that that was, that was a lot of your time this morning on a Saturday. Listeners out there don't know that we're recording this on a Saturday. You've given up your morning (laughs) for me. So I'm so thankful for you. So thank you, Holly. Well, thank you so much for having me. Um, Like I said, I'm typically introvert. So I feel like a little bit like I was a chatty Kathy. It's probably because like I have only talked to like small children this morning. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's great. And you're obviously passionate about it. So it's, it's really great. And I'm sure it will help many, many people. So thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, that was Holly. I hope you enjoyed this interview. I know I took away so many things. I was taking notes as she was talking, just trying to apply it to exactly where I'm at right now, because I'm kind of on the opposite end of things where I am now working full time. My babies are a little bit bigger and in school. And I, of course, went back to teaching. And so there's still so many things in there that I wanted to take away um, that I can use in my daily life to just just remember what my purpose is and um, just try to streamline a little bit the things that I'm actually spending my time on. So hopefully no matter what boat you're in, you took away a lot as well. If it is something that you want to look into as far as, you know, how to become a virtual assistant or just be able to leave your job and work from home or any of that, I'm sure Holly would love to chat with you and just kind of tell you her story a little bit. And it's she's got this great course Um, that she's doing as well, which launches here really soon. If you are listening to this real time, make sure to get in touch with her about that. And I will link to all those things in the show notes as well. All right. Well, I hope you have a wonderful week and I just can't wait to talk to you next week. Have a blessed week. Thank you for joining me on the Simple Home Podcast this week. It truly is a blessing to have you here. If you've been enjoying this podcast and found encouragement here, can you take a moment to leave a rating and a review on iTunes? This is how podcasts grow and how they reach larger audiences. And I am so thankful 
to get to work with so many women and spread this message. So if you have a moment, head to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. I love to read what you have to say, and I might just spotlight you on an upcoming episode. Also, if you think a friend could use this kind of encouragement, go ahead and share it with them. Tell them about the podcast. Tag me on Instagram with a picture of you listening. Whatever we can do to encourage more women to live differently. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you next week.